Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Bit Effect. Today, it is that time of year. The time of year when all little boys and girls huddle up for warmth and play Yakuza. So join me while we talk about Yakuza like a dragon. Uh, we have a full house tonight, a full party, if you will. Uh, joining me are my good friends Luke. With finesse. Craig. Kuze. And Mike. Um, whatever that robot says. Yip, yip, yip. Yippee, yippee. Yippee, yippee. I was hoping somebody would do a shuma pee pee, but nobody did. Shuma pee pee. No. They do a pee. Um, all right, all right, so uh, right up front, there are a couple things I want to say before we get this episode cracked together. Number one, uh, as per usual, we're just talking about mechanics in this episode, but some mechanics might be a little bit spoiler, especially if we talk about, like, mini games that show up and things like that. We're going to keep things like party members and the story on the second episode, like always, but if you're vaguely curious or just started playing this, you might want to pause it for a bit because we may end up spoiling something mechanical for you um all right so uh to start this off i'm gonna start with the stats and then craig's gonna give us the story beats without spoilers craig oh dear god all right he doesn't say that so uh like a dragon was released in 2020 it is developed by the same place as all the other yakuza games ryugu gatako 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 there you go! Craig got it! My mouth can't do that! And it was released on PlayStation 4, Xbox One with, you know, forward compatibility? Enhancements? And backwards compatibility? No, because then that would be a forward. PS... Yeah, forward compatibility? You can play this on next-gen systems if you'd like. Uh, Craig? Hit me with the story beats. <laughs> I know, right? I'm not rusty at all. No. Um, yeah, so Yakuza Like, like a Dragon. It is the first in the series that takes us away from playing as our good old friend Kazuma Kiryu. And it puts us in the shoes of Ichiban, who, Dave, were you getting wound up because I kept on calling him Ichiban? Yeah, it's just call him Kasuga, like everybody Kasuga. else okay, in Kasuga. the game. So... <clears throat> You're thrust into the shoes of Ichiban Kasuga, who, at the beginning of the game, is a low-ranked uh, Yakuza gang member, thingamabobber, mm. who basically is asked to take the fall for an event that happens and go to prison for a long time. Upon his release, he finds that the world has been turned upside down and he would like you to take a minute and just sit right there when he tells you about how he became the prince of Belia. Fuck, where did that come from? <laughs> I, was, I was hoping and praying it wouldn't go there, but... It just... It's an accident, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so without getting too spoilery, you are uh, a new grunt in the Yakuza world, and this is your uprising story it's your introduction to the world of yakuza and for you as a player it's your introduction to ichiban and his personality and his moveset and 
everything about him, so I don't want to say too much about it because it's it's your introduction to him. It's, and I shouldn't have to try and wangle it into lyrics from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. No, uh, yeah. Um, rest assured, it is just as twisty, turny. Um, who done it? Why done it? Yep. How done it? As all the other Yakuza yeah. games. Yeah, and one thing that probably wouldn't be too much of a spoiler is you are no longer based in Camarocho. You have moved, and I'm gonna need help probably. But you are now in a prefecture or a place in Yokohama called Inju... Inju... <laughs> it's Zaki Injincho. It's Zaki Injincho, um, which is a completely new town. It's just as vibrant and hustly-bustly as somewhere like Kamurocho is, but it's got its own quirks. There's a river. Um, you know, things like that. It's, it's very nice. So you've got a new protagonist, new party members, or... Well, yeah, new party members and side characters, uh, some old faces, and a new town to explore. So, yeah. It oddly feels familiar in places, but unfamiliar. I would say that. It took a while. There was no champion district. There was The batting center was still in the upper left, though, thank God. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah, there, there, it took a while for me to get used to the new map, and then... Mm-hmm. And, and <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> okay. So, uh, right off the bat, let's start with Luke and Mike because we've been talking already. Um, going into this, what was your expectations? Were you looking forward to it being an RPG? Were you just curious? What were your expectations going into this? Well, I'm I'm one of those weirdos who has a Japanese uh, PSM profile. So I did play the uh, Yakuza 7 demo, like I think at the end of last year, possibly. Because uh, I was I was that curious to see how it would be. Um, but, you know, from, from the offset, I was thinking, what one thing... I, I love Yakuza series, but one thing I hate about them is that when I play a Yakuza, Yakuza game, especially when you get to like Yakuza 5, where you're looking at stupid three-digit completion times... Um, you sort of start to worry about in your old age whether your fingers are going to survive because the amount of combos you pull off in a traditional Yakuza game or the amount of button mashing or en- anything really is it's quite bad. So so I was quite looking forward to the opportunity to use my fingers just a little bit less and get the same visual effects. Um, I was also super excited because I'm too used to looking at a, a button mashing prompt or some sort of QTE appearing in the middle of the screen and not being able to actually concentrate on what's happening, and and uh, yeah, I was I was very much looking forward to be able to see see what was going on. Uh, but Luke, uh, yeah, so I uh, I've came into this with like low expectations, um, and this is maybe something that we'll touch on a bit more. But I kind of feel like the Yakuza games are hitting that Assassin's Creed style. Or of trend of just churning them out, um, so very sameish. Like I, I think I've played three or four, three and a half Yakuza games, and by the end you're just kind of like, okay, this is, they're great games, but it's just maybe they maybe they need to change things up. And the RPG side of it was like, yeah, that's really cool, but hopefully they're actually going to change what my main gripes are with it. So um, came in with low expectations, and I guess we'll talk about that as we proceed. 
dun, dun, dun. there will be a tarring and feathering at the end of this episode <laughs> for premium subscribers. <laughs> Patreon, Patreon. Uh, uh, well, we don't we don't like to discriminate, so we just have premium subscribers. Um, they get the shirt, the hat, the pin, the uh, photographic, and a handshake if they Craig. give us our free Amazon Prime. Up, yeah. If you manage to give us money in person, you will indeed get a handshake. Good luck. Uh, not not in these COVID times. You'll get a two meter away, you know, odd nod. You'll get an elbow bump in these COVID <clears throat> yeah. times. Uh, Craig, what about you? Uh, so, like, I have been on a Yakuza bender. So I came off whenever we played the last Yakuza, I got the re- remasters and then played Kiwami. One, two, Yakuza three, half of Yakuza four, oddly, um, and then went immediately into uh, Like a Dragon. So I, at some point, when I've been making mental notes for this, was conflating, and it's that kind of familiar but not familiar thing. I was conflating memories from Like a Dragon with Yakuza four, and it got to the point where. Uh, I thought I remembered something about something, but it was a completely different game. Uh, I love the series. I don't. I I do see the the similarities. Um, kind of uh, release to release to release, but I think the key difference for me between like an Assassin's Creed and a Yakuza is the story always feels a bit more engaging. The combat always feels quite engaging. Everything like the characters of Kiryu is a great protagonist. Yeah. So coming into like a dragon. I had lower expectations because it's a new character. You're always going to give it a bit of side-eye, as Dave would say. You're a bit like, oh, how's this going to go? So you've got a new protagonist and a new main battle mechanic of turning it into a turn-based and a new city. And you're a bit like, "Was this gonna? is that going to hit all three marks? Is it going to be as good as whatever previous Yakuza. Um, so yeah, that's that's where I came into with this. And again, we will talk further. We will talk. Uh, I, I, I kind of, uh, it's weird, like like all of us kind of have different approaches to this. Um, if you listen to any of the other Yakuza episodes that we do, yeah, yeah the Yakuza is great. It's a great game series. Kiryu, Papa Kiryu is the best Papa. Um I was looking at this with some side eye for yeah a bunch of reasons too. Like um, Sega's never made never made a good RPG mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Not a fantasy star. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that's controversial, <laughs> right? Shining Force. Um, uh, Sky uh, Shining Force. Shining Force is outdone by like Fire Emblem and and Fantasy Star. The less said about the it. jugular on Mike there. The, 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 yeah, I know. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, even like Skies of Arcadia, um, what's it called? The, Valkyria Chronicles might be the only one I would say, hey, this is a really good RPG. But it's not a traditional RPG. It's, it's definitely not a JRPG in the terms we put that box on things. So I was really looking at this going, uh-oh, Sega's doing RPG. All right. Uh, I, I didn't like the main character's hair. The moment I saw that man, <laughs> I was like, you gotta stop. Just stop, please. Um I was really looking forward to the Switch because uh, I sort of agree with Luke. Yes, if you if you play these games in a row, the battle mechanics were never what was really that interesting about Yakuza for me. It was always, like Craig said, the story, the setting, the side stories, things like that. They were always the most interesting. So the Switch I was really looking forward to. 
But um, I guess instead of me ending with, and we'll talk about it, we should probably just talk about it. So, um... And uh, we'll talk about it. And we'll talk about it. All right. So if you want to get a hold of us, you can... (laughs) Let's start with the basest of the base things you talk about with the JRPG. The translation. Right? Like, um, uh-huh. I played in English. What did you guys play in? Eng- English and English. I went whole hog the same way Yakuza 0. always felt a bit odd doing that. But English and English. And Judgment even, sorry. English and English. Um... And I loved it. I loved the translation. Some of the things they said, you think, if I was to construct that insult in English, I wouldn't have went there, but I fucking love it. <laughs> you know? I, I just, I think it's it's pretty decent. It, um, it generally, the, the translation sounds great. The voice acting for it is on point. And I did switch to Japanese. And you, the thing about a Yakuza game, which you always get, is at the end of a cutscene, Someone goes, Kuze! And it zooms in on their face a wee bit, and it's very angry, and it sounds very kind of thing. And it works in this, in English. So I think it's, it's it gets five stars from me for being great. Yeah, I, I I think it's just a thing from watching anime when I was a teenager. Like I'm not a big fan of English dubs, but started on the Japanese and then uh, switched it to English just to see what like. And I ended up sticking with it, which is pretty rare um, for me. Like Normally it's... It's that over-exaggeration of the English language. Sometimes you're just like, oh, I'll just put it back to Japanese. And I know they're probably doing it in Japanese as well, but I don't understand that. So I'm just going to take that seriously. <laughs> but no, I stuck with it all the way through. I thought all the voice acting was really good as well. Um, but yeah, I think it pretty standard. Pretty star-studded too. I mean, we'll talk yeah. about that, but uh, they got really good voice actors. Uh, Mike? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started started in English, played all the way through in English. Um, I, I did find one or two little bits which I, I was a bit disappointed with for example hearing the voices of characters and sort of thinking that, that don't that doesn't sound like it sounded in my head or <laughs> or you, yeah. you know but apart from that really that was just based on historic stuff uh, it's really funny for me that the the biggest person in this game and I'm sure we'll talk about later delivered one of the uh, one of the fluff lines which made me think oh god who is that and then I found out who it was and I sort of went Ugh. But, you know, until that point, I hadn't even thought, you know, the characters were the characters. I didn't even need to think about who the voice actors were until that point. I got one single hammy line, I think. But yeah, yeah, good. I think it's that, it, it's that way as well, is because it's new characters, it's, it's an instant almost acceptance of whatever the English dub is of it. You're kind of like, yeah, that's that person's voice. It's when, I mean, I don't know if you do in this game or not, if you run into old characters, but if you would... Then maybe when you heard their voices, then maybe you would have that thought. Maybe if you run into yeah, if you run into like Nishikiyama or something, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's not the voice I'm used to. Um, yeah, I, did, I, did I cover that up well enough? Is yeah, that, yeah, Craig, you could have just not subtle. brought it up, but that's fine. <laughs> that's perfectly fine. Um, I, I did know, like when we talked about judgment, I believe we all kind of had that. Oh you can tell when it, this isn't written for English, right? Like, it's, uh, okay, yeah, that sentence is grammatically correct, but nobody talks like that syndrome mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, in this, uh, there was really nothing that I could point to and go, oh, that's a weird line. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like, the, um, I, I don't mean to put too fine a point on it, but this is up there with, like, persona level of localization for me. Because it's like, the, yeah. this is 
it's flawless almost. It's great. Um, let, let's talk about the voice cast because you may all be excited that we got, you know, Takeshi in Yakuza 6 and we got some idols in the earlier Yakuza, but who cares? Because we got George Takei and that dude is a boss. I was so excited to hear him. I'm like, this is perfect. Um, nobody else was that excited to hear George Takei, I take oh, it. Really? <laughs> I totally didn't realize that was uh, <laughs> George talking. Yeah, I was even... <laughs> oh, did you not? Did you not? Seriously, I, no. I didn't until he delivered one fluffy line, like, pretty close to the end, and I thought, Hello. hang on, this guy's phoned in this one line, but he's done pretty good for the, the other 99% of the game. He, um... He turned to the camera, put his hands on his cheeks, and went, Oh, my. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was like tw- in five seconds, me and Kelsey both looked at each other and were like, Wait, is that? And then we were both very happy because he's great. Um, I mean, it was the closest thing I could think of to somebody of Japanese descent that's also celebrity in America. So it was like, oh, good. The casting really put some thought into this. This is great. Uh, like, like. Craig said David Hayter is really good. The only one I couldn't separate from the character is the guy who played Way in Sleeping Dogs. Every time oh, yeah. I heard that yeah. voice, it was like, oh, that Sleeping Dogs guy. Oh, who does he play? Oh, he's uh, Aoki. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, right. Wow. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Now no, you mention it. <laughs> I was... I was thinking something. Yeah, as soon as I heard it, you couldn't unhear it. Mm. Oh, God. But uh, luckily, there is no Sun on Yi in this game. Um, It is just Yakuza. Well, no, it's not just Yakuza. Scratch that. Um, So uh, (laughs) any other comments on the voice cast? Like, I mean, did you guys Um, have... My my comment to you when I I found out was we have someone on cast who shall remain nameless at the moment who voices someone. No, he doesn't need to remain... Daryl Curillo, who voices one of the the um, team in here, he opened his uh, voice acting career by playing Admiral Ricardo Casaba in Escape from Monkey Island. So that has a personal tie back to my 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 kind of love there. So he he gets he gets extra points from me. Do you want to know something okay. something really cool about the voice acting which sticks out to me now that now that I've just thought of it. I, I don't know how this didn't come up any sooner, but one of my one of my chief complaints about this game was, uh, you know, prior to recording, I was always sending messages saying, "Oh, I read something in Gematsu which says about uh, Dragon Quest links to this game. Is there Dragon Quest? Is there official things from it? All that sort of stuff." But the one thing that sticks to me is. No, there isn't that much Dragon Quest, but <laughs> there is there is actually a big connection that I, I think it this the voice recording is very similar to like like how, how it was done in especially like Dragon Quest Eight. There's always like a you know sort of character um you know cast in it, you know. Uh I, I'm not sure if I can drop names so early, but they're very distinct, aren't they, as a party? Because essentially it is a RPG cast party and it sort of I think the voice acting sort of... Oh, yeah, okay, okay. That, that angle. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll wait till later on in the podcast to actually start talking about the party. I, I don't want to... Because it, it it is cool to be like, oh, is he going to be in my party? Is he going to be in my party? Most times you can spot it from a mile away who's going yeah. to be in your party. Mm-hmm. But I did get one or two surprises. It was like, oh, hey. 
Um, sorry, Luke, <laughs> go ahead. You were going to say something. <laughs> no, no uh, Masaru Watsu, he, uh, he was like the, the chairman that came out of the prison and he had this like really stinking New York accent and it just totally didn't go. Oh, on. he did. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> I'm walking here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so so the voice cast is unanimously stellar. Uh, if you don't like yes. it, walk off a cliff. Um, okay, all right. So moving on to the battle system. <clears throat> uh, all that has been excised from the podcast. As soon as I got into my first battle, it clicked that this was Persona. Did anybody else get that vibe of like, oh, I see what you guys did? Like almost immediately, and then the additional thing that took it from a hundred percent to a hundred and ten percent was when it started popping up, popping up with visible weaknesses. Like it just says weak plastered all over the body, and I'm like, yep, ah, I've got this. Uh, so Love did it. anyone else get the bug where you didn't get to see the weaknesses uh, that only just got patched like a couple of days ago? What? Really? Oh no, 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 I did, I did. So that's that's why maybe one of the main reasons I've not enjoyed the combat system at all is because. Uh, yeah, the weaknesses didn't display on the screen. <laughs> so I didn't oh, yeah. know. It, 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 um, oh, no, they only appear when you're targeting, don't they? Yeah. No, it, it, it was noticeable. Um, so I played on the Xbox One, by the way. I think you guys all played PlayStation. Um, yeah. And yeah, there was a patch came down, and I'm like, hey, hang on a minute. Where, why is weaknesses showing? So uh, yeah, it definitely wasn't, or well, if it was, I didn't notice it, but there was a noticeable, like, oh, geez, what's this weakness thing? And then. Then the whole like oh there's elements and stuff started to click in and that was near near the end of the game before that started so I've just been kind yeah. of grinding my way through oh, this no. like I think I don't know I didn't think it was I don't think it's random when it pops up but do you need to discover you, it before yeah, it then you have is to hit visible? them with like an electric attack and then afterwards it'll say weak when you target them right, with an electric yeah. attack it, it doesn't like show up at all times yeah so it's very much a kind of a Pokemon discover what's yeah, super okay, effective yeah, and then yeah. you hammer it. I I flipping love it. So Sujimon, yes, of course. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yes, it is Sujimon. Um, so yeah, let, let's camp out on this for a second. Did uh, other than Luke, your problem? I wonder if that is an Xbox only thing because I haven't heard anybody on PlayStation with it. I don't know about. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, I don't, it's don't, the only, we, on only it, reason or? I found out about it was because it was it was on a podcast I was listening to, um, and somebody else had had the same problem. And I went and watched a YouTube video of before and after the patch, and I'm like, ah, oh, that looks like what I had. But um, it only happened if you played it on English, not on Japanese, which huh. was a weird one. So yeah, maybe I wasn't using the, the system right, but um, yeah, definitely something that was patched. And yeah, the, the Xbox performance has been a bit funky. <laughs> just know, in general, so it wouldn't surprise just started me. introducing games to the Xbox Nest, kind of, and that they have essentially been making them for the PlayStation for a very long time. So I, I, I wouldn't hundred yeah. percent know what's happening there, but I'd, I'd think that the upgrade for the PS5 will be the the mutts nuts by the sounds of it. <laughs> but it just it's it's been very funny because I mean, even down to the launch day, I think it was only a couple of days before it came out that they said, "Oh, actually, we're not going to release this in Japan." And you're like, "What? Why?" So there's something mysterious about it, but but you know from looking at it on YouTube, it looks perfectly. Well, it looks better. It looks better than what we we've all played. Um, what the P- the, the, the next gen the version? current X. I mean, you can what what Luke would have played is the One X version, which I think is like quite a decent resolution, but at 30 FPS. But then the 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 upgraded versions actually run at 60 frames per second, which would have got around. 
Yeah, but that that would have got over one of my other big problems with the game, which hopefully we'll discuss at some point, where it's called input lag, especially on those timed bits. Oh! I didn't get any input lag. What? You never found it wasn't registering on the like the, the very sh- small press triangle as you're doing special moves and stuff? No, no, yeah, like, like what little concentric circle uh, closes in. No, no, no. Uh, the only the only time I, I would have maybe said a is is when you're timing your perfect blocks. I mean, I got it pretty good for the most part, but there were a couple like combo hits that I would have swore I hit the button, but nothing that made me actually go, okay, this is a problem. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't. All of those, all of those kind of live um, triangle and mash squares were fine. Dave, you're right. If someone hits you once, you generally perfect block it. If they start battering you, it sometimes feels... I don't know if you need to mash a bit more or something, but I sometimes got it, sometimes didn't. But that is skill as opposed to... Well, from what I noticed is if they hit you... Okay, so first let's explain what we're actually talking about. (laughs) Uh, So this has kind of a Paper Mario (laughs) system in it where if you initiate an attack 90% of the time, it's only for debuffs and buffs that it doesn't. Uh, you'll have some kind of quick time event to do while the attack is playing out, or sometimes before even. Um, and a lot of times it just it's just here's a circle hit triangle when it gets to the perfect kind of thing, or mash square while your character's winding up, things like that. Um, on defense, you can perfect guard every single attack, but the, you do run into problems with combos. So a couple of combos are noticed. If the first one hits you, it kind of staggers your character and you can't perfect guard while staggered. So I think that's why combo hits are so hard. You have to nail the first one every time. But that was the only time I had problems with it. I know a few times when I got like a on a three hit combo, I got per- like ching, 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 three perfect guards. I was like, fucking yes. Oh, it <laughs> feels good. It last. Yes, that's for good. <laughs> yeah. I know that if, if someone does uh, dish out an attack on you, which which isn't exactly, uh, what would you say, um, perfectly timed, you know, like one, two, three, and it's sort of like one and then two, three. It's sort of like you, you do have to match it sort of parappa style and sort of go, one hit, oh and yeah, then double yeah. hit for the next. You know, as long as you've you've already seen that attack before, obviously, so it can be a bit funny. But yeah, well, don't worry, Mike. You just gotta believe. <laughs> <laughs> I I quite like the combat system. I think it it was it was quite good. I think the there's a good bit of variety there. Um, I I like the class system that I guess we'll talk about later in a bit more depth that tied in with it. Um. But yeah, it, it felt responsive. the The only time I ever really had a problem with it was when you were like fighting on on a road. So I quite like the way that it wasn't like a Pokemon style battle or a Persona Royal ba- battle where you'll like you'll run into an enemy and then it'll spawn a new area. It does that, but it's actually in the map behind you. So if you're in the middle of a road and you start a fight with like a random enemy, it's just kind of like the old Yakuza games. It'll just do it in the middle of the road. However. <laughs> Your characters seem to get stuck on walls or stuck on fences, and eventually they kind of teleport through them, and and the the hit will register. But there was one where um there was a character stuck behind like a corner, and my character just kept on running around in like circles trying to get to it, and it wouldn't teleport. And I'm like, God, this has been like forty five seconds to a minute before it finally clipped. Like, oh, come think, on, hurry what up! What do you think the worst tragedy I, of this this sort of system is that you've seen? I, I think mine mine must be something like. They ran across, kicked a sign at nothing, 
then decided to try and <laughs> jump over a bollard, jump back over the bollard, run a bit further up, yeah. jump over the bollard again, run across the road, and then get hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. It wasn't good. It's I, my my favorite thing out of all of it is that carry on from the rest of the Yakuza games where you can pick up a cone or a bicycle or a street sign and hit someone with it. And if you're in this system and you're on the attack and you attack and you're beside something, they will kick it at the end. It might land, it might not land, but I really like how they tried to pull through threads like that to keep it familiar. Um, a, f- a few times something hit, and I was just like, "That wee cheeky extra shot there," and it is so it's good. It's good. Um, my biggest enemy was guardrails. Uh, yeah, most most of my characters when we're fighting on a road, we would get that stuck behind it. But oddly, like it never they never seem to teleport for me. The the uh, guardrail, and I wonder if some things are coded this way and some things aren't. Would go transparent, and they yeah, would just be able to go through it. So. I've- I've never, I've never seen anyone transport, but I have seen them run through bushes and you know cars and other bits and bobs that are just lying about the place. Yeah, they can phase shift when they really, really, uh-huh. really need to. You know what, um, what might have really benefited the battle system? Not, not to jump ahead too far, but if if they had like a tails of free run bit just to re- change your position a little bit within where you are, that would have that would have probably helped. I would have loved that because some attacks, like a dash, like one of their characters' attacks, where you can target an enemy, and he will bull rush them, but knock anyone on the way. You would when they line up, it's perfect. If you could slightly shift his position to do it, it would be great. Well, why don't you explain like how area attacks? Isn't it infuriating how if you start that move, they're all in a line. And then as you go through the menu bits, they're <laughs> yeah. sort of slowly moving apart and making it, making it so you're not going to hit them. And I, you I, wait for I him figured to out what that in, was near the... And they don't. Yeah, I figured out what that was near the end of the game. Basically, like each enemy targets one of your, your team. And if you target an enemy and there's someone else in between that's targeting, looking at another person in your team, that character will just kind of slowly walk out the way because that attack's not meant for them sort of thing. And it, it's not it's not explained very well, but you're like... If you can, if you can target all the ones that are looking at your character that you're way to move, you'll hit them all. Yeah, um, there were a lot of clobber wheels that that were wasted in, in my party. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, no, guys, guys, yeah. stay yeah. sitting. Uh, so, the, so the way it works is when you pick an area attack, it's my light just went out in my room. Okay, sorry for that non sequitur. Uh, <laughs> uh, so when you pick an area attack, you select an enemy. And it will be in a certain circumference or a, a straight line centered on that enemy. And yeah, everybody's kind of, well, they look like shy teens at a prom. Everybody's just kind of shuffling around each other. Uh, and sometimes you can get lucky and hit a bunch of people. Sometimes you, you get unlucky and just don't hit any. Uh, one of the things that makes that's kind of unique to this battle system is uh, an element of speed and an element of how many bodies are packed in a place. So if you try to attack somebody in the back ranks of the uh, enemies, you will have everybody that's in front of them give you a, a nice little swift kick in the ass as you make your way to them. Sometimes, depending on what attack it is, it will actually stop your attack. And so you have to decide, okay, do I want to try this? Uh, another thing is if you knock down an enemy, they will stay down for a certain amount of time. Uh, once your – and this isn't a spoiler – your affection levels are raised – then people can go in for, ooh, a cheeky extra hit while he's down. 
Or if you're fast enough, you can actually get a, it's almost a guaranteed critical. It is. It's yeah, definitely it, a guaranteed critical. If you hit somebody when you're down. If you're very quick, you can get extra damage because an enemy is down. Sadly, this doesn't really mm. work on most bosses because most bosses are like Mack trucks in this. So, but yeah, that's that's so, t- talking about bosses um, and maybe the next point in conversation. I I don't like the way this game, like it, you know, it builds up the element system and weaknesses, and then it just seems to ignore it for some enemies. So instead of making it, it it's not a challenge as such. It just gives it, some bosses and enemies an absolute truck ton of health and very little weaknesses or none at all. And like some fights can take. Like I, I was fighting a boss today, and it took like twenty minutes. And I'm like, right, this isn't actually fun. It's just me, me trying to, <laughs> me trying to steal it. Uh, yeah, maybe it was okay, just me. Well, um, I, I always thought every boss has a weakness. Oh yeah, uh, the second to end boss went down in like nine rounds for me. Ooh. So it, the, there's only one, only one enemy in this game that every time I ran into one, it was like, oh no, and it was those <laughs> invulnerable board. Oh, guys. yeah, they have nightmare. Uh, yeah. yeah. Those guys can rot now, but that, that was the well only one that... Yeah, they do. Yeah, they suck. Uh, that was the only one that ever really gave me, okay, this fight's starting to drag on a little bit. Uh, yeah. it, it does seem to very much follow the model of Persona in the... Like, I, I don't know about you guys, but it wasn't until, like, halfway through the game mm-hmm. where I started going, okay, no, I have to debuff this guy's accuracy and... Defense. I think it's a very sizest game. Anyone who's got quite a few pounds on them seems to have a much bigger energy level. It's a lot of physics. Have right? you ever <laughs> if, you get, if you're in a group of eight people and one of them's one of them's been to McDonald's too many times, then they'll they'll be stood there. One of them's an American. <laughs> I I found that that buffing and debuffing and weaknesses were generally the key. Open by upping your attack, down in their defense. And then you just start needling them with their weaknesses, and it seemed to be a generic solution mm. for everybody. <laughs> like, um, but I think the- I think that there is a bit more of a um, like a twist towards Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy here, because if I remember right, a lot of times you, you don't get a full full on weakness with many bosses in in general RPGs, apart from say personas. So it is more of a sort of standard RPG fare, and considering that. They're not explicitly saying Persona. Maybe there's a song related to Persona, but apart from that, it's, you know. Well, I meant like even the UI and stuff, like the one button does a command. Each one does a different command. It's just the UI, mm. the style of the fights, mm-hmm. and the speed of the fights seems yeah. very Persona to me. Um, but yeah, like like towards the end, I started to go into standard JRPG where one party member was always debuffing, one party member was always healing, one oh, yeah, party yeah. member was always buffing, and then I had one like Mack truck attacker. Mm-hmm. So I I think this is maybe my next or my biggest complaint with the game. So it's, it's got a really cool job system thing where like each character can basically become loads of different jobs, and they're they're like really funny, and they've got loads of variety, you know, like. Uh, one of them can become a musician and other ones can become idols and like you can become a foreman and swing a hammer around but it's so grindy like i, I mean i'm near the end of the game now I, I didn't quite finish it um and i'm nowhere near having all the skills from one job and it's like right at what point do you jump between jobs i never felt that was quite apparent and when you did jump between jobs you start at such a low level because it, it completely reduces your stats 
It's like, right, what is the actual point in this system? Because surely by the end of the game, if, if one of my characters can have eight different uh, jobs and I'm, I've been focusing on one and I'm not even anywhere near finished it and I'm still unlocking quite powerful skills, what is the point in jumping between them? Because I'm not going to go grinding around. I will tell you, yeah, sir. Cool. Okay, let's do that. Okay, so I maxed out six out of uh, Kasuga's jobs. Um, and by max out, um, there's a big difference when we're talking about maxing out and then maxing out. They max out at, I think it's 60. Right. But you stop getting abilities at 28. So I got six up to 28. Um, okay, so the, the reason why you would want to switch to different jobs is to further customize your characters. So let's say you want Kasuga to not be a physical attacker. You want him to be a magic user. Or a skill... I don't know what you would call them here. It's not magic. Skill user. Um, every time you get an ability, and then you'll it'll see like plus two magic, or plus two healing, or plus two strength. Those stats, when you level up your job, are permanent. So if you want to change into a very physical attacker, you take... Uh, okay, so... 10 levels of foreman and I, I'll end up with a plus 20 to my attack permanently even if I switch off a of foreman mm -hmm. and then okay I'm going to go into breaker and get an extra plus 20 uh, reflex and do it that way so you, you can use these to build your character now uh, me and Craig were talking about this earlier so since this is Dragon Quest I had an inkling and my inkling was correct did anybody else find the metal slimes of this game no Okay, in and this is a pro tip for everybody. I haven't, out I haven't there. played Dragon Quest, so what's metal slime? I assume it's like a, a metal massive slime. XP. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, a metal, uh, a metal. Yeah, sorry. Metal slime is he an refers enemy. to metal slimes in a chat with someone, doesn't he? Yeah, it does actually. It's a, yeah, you're the metal slime. Um, the metal slime in Dragon Quest traditionally is an enemy that gives far, far substantially more XP than anything else in its level range or area, or even some of the bosses. Uh, the, the trick is that they take one damage from any attack you can do. You can never do more than one damage. And they run away very quickly. So it's like, I have to kill it in a round. Okay. Um, in Yakuza... <laughs> okay. In Yakuza, if you go into the sewers in multiple locations... Right. There is an enemy called the Infested Vagabond, and he's a guy that looks very oh, street wow. trash. The guy who's wearing know, a bamboo. He's hair. an absolute bam. He's a bam. He is a bam. Um, if you they they come in multiple flavors in terms of like thir level thirty five, level fifty, depending on which sewers you go into. Um, and if you kill one at its level range, you will immediately gain four levels. It gives like forty thousand. XP and 40,000 job XP. So you can just rock it straight up, right? So even at level uh, level 60, I killed one and I gained two levels. So I... It's, and it, it's kind of what I like about it is if you need to grind, if you absolutely need to grind, you just find one of the sewers, you jump in and just wait and just play through one of these guys. It's very concentrated grinding and yeah, it's, it's and there's beautiful. one that appears in the battle arena. So, and if you're mm -hmm. paying attention, you're like, "Wait, I just got a huge boost of XP from that guy," and then you can go find them and be like, "Oh, okay." And and I believe it's done on purpose because there's 
the yeah. second level of certain sewers, they appear right next to a save point, right next to a refill your health and magic point. So this yeah. is kind of them saying, hey, if you want to grind, here's where you can do it. You can replay the battle arena, the five levels of that arena, time and time again as well. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's not necessarily called out. And again, if you have no idea what the words metal and slime mean together, then no, you're not going <laughs> to get it. But they they at least accounted for, hey, if you just want to have fun and level all these jobs. Now, that being said, I think you'd actually, your standard jobs for everybody, if you just stuck to them, you'd probably end up pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, I got pretty far in it, and but I've, I feel like I've hit this point where I'm like, right, all my characters have kind of stuck them to the base. I haven't obviously discovered that, look, and then I've got look, to the end. And... You're, you're at the end. Let's let's not say you're pretty. You've got pretty far. Yeah. You're at the end. Yeah. Well, no, but <laughs> what, I feel what? I feel like I've hit a wall now, and I'm like, right, now I've got to back out. And you guys are explaining all these systems. I've clearly missed that. So I'm like, okay, right. <laughs> Is there any point? <laughs> I yeah. There's something I thought. There's something I thought, and this this might I'll cut, but I might cut this out anyway. But you've beat a certain person in the game, so you should be able to beat everyone after that. Oh certain, yeah, he was by yeah, far the yeah, worst yeah. boss in the game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Are we talking plural? Sorry, Mike. Go it's ahead. Just Are we talking plural. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Uh, the one after the plural. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that dude wiped the floor with me when I first ran into him. I was like, oh, oh, this is man mode. Okay. Mm. So um, to Luke's point, I don't think this is a very grindy game. Like um, I did grind a little bit, but I grind because I enjoy grinding. Oh, it's yeah, just dude. something I enjoy <laughs> just to imagine do. imagine you against the pole. I, uh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I did grind. I... Um, I hit a point in the game, I got my ass booted and then went and did the battle arena um, and 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 levelled up a wee bit there. But it is a very enjoyable grind. Like, it's not... You you don't at any point feel like you're praying for a metal slime or you you want something to happen. It's just fun. Um, do use that auto-battle button with caution. <laughs> yeah. Because oh my God, <laughs> yes. auto-battle means... Stupid. Uh-huh. I I said to you, whenever I said to you, Dave, I hit a point where I'm over-leveled by 10 levels. You know, it's a random street event and I've got a battle, so and I needed a tea. So I hit auto-battle and I went through and I made my tea and I came back through and it's like game over and I'm like, the fuck, guys? How did you mess this up? <laughs> did you actually... Like I, I wanted to see how they went so wrong because it should have been a floor wipe, and it was just <laughs> it was just not. You know, you know, yeah, they they don't even everyone target one person. They're just all spread out doing their own thing. Well, sorry, the battle's terrible. But do, do you know what the one the one really good thing about um experience and just general battling in this game, and it also works into the job system, is that if you either level up or rank up in your job, you automatically replenish all your HP and and magic points, which can work as a a super boon. It means that, you know, buying healing items and stuff from the shop isn't as important as you'd think. And it's it's like secretly, I think it's it's just amazing that you've got two different opportunities to get a full replenish on your 
Oh yeah, think. yeah. The battle arena um, in combination with that is, is you know, it's match made in heaven, isn't it? Really, that makes it. It should be a law in Japan that you have to at least restore MP and HP on a level up. It should be a law. Anytime an RPG doesn't do that, you feel very cheated. You're like, but uh, we had this little... argument about Pokemon, and you were totally against that. You were like, no, no, it's great. Well, Pokemon's different. Pokemon is very different. How? How is Pokemon different? Okay, because Pokemon is about using team strategies that all synergize with each other. This so much isn't about that. This, Pokemon is, is about what are you going to do when your paralyzer's down? Okay, I got to make sure that my team still functions. In this, I mean, the only time you ever really feel it would be what if my healer goes down? And even then, you got like 9 million different tiles of energy drinks to choose from. So in Pokemon, it's about the strategy of what happens when a party member goes down. In this, it, it's more of a uh, I, less strategy, I guess, would be the best way I could put it. And Pokemon, I think it, it plays into the strategy. In this, it's just kind of JRPG. It's actually something that I um, I didn't battle with it, but it took me ages to come around to. But Ichiban, sorry, Dave, Kasuga ended up being my main party buffer, and it would always open. All he would do is up everyone's attack, make sure everyone was generating health. And that was him, and it took me ages to think my main character, the guy I want to be kicking ass, is mostly just making sure everyone else kicks ass. Yeah, for a while, Kasuga wasn't my, like, main attacker either. He was very much a, um, play your stupid song, sir. Uh, Yeah. And that's it. (laughs) Until you unlock a certain move. Can I say that? Oh! What? Uh, Is it the move we mentioned earlier that cut? Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh no! For me, it was the uh, it was another move that suddenly he started hitting people like he was a very very angry man. Okay. Was it what class did you play? I was going to say it's probably a good idea that we all. I mean, I can say, um, mysterious man with guns, mysterious man with big bladed sword, uh, lady with a pen, and that that kind of that kind of beats beats the thing. But I mean, who? What were your sets? Because for me, I. I jumped in the job center and I pretty much set with a party which I lasted for for the rest of the game. So I mean, I mean we we know the main characters already. We've got Kasugo, we've got Adachi, we've got Namba, and then the lady who I can't remember the name of right now. But I sounded quite intelligent getting to this point. <laughs> uh, Psycho. Yeah. So, uh, but but the thing is, I mean, so Psycho was the only one who was sort of in and out of the party, and Mysterious Gunman was was my number four. But I mean, I had, I had, you know, oh. Kasugo was there with the bodyguard pretty much from the job center onwards. Adachi was the sort of policeman with a baton. I don't know whether that's his default or his. his... I think it's, I think it might just be detective. <laughs> possibly, possibly. <laughs> well, it, it wasn't the ori- original because the original had a handcuff, if I remember right, as the the icon for it. Oh, oh, um. Enforcer. Enfor- that's it, Enforcer. The big, like, riot gear. And then, I mean, we had Namba as... I'm going to guess he's just magic user. I don't know what, what his job was. He's homeless a homeless man? person. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, um, you know, the, the the final one was Mysterious Gunman was Gunman. I don't think he ever went to the job centre. Uh-huh. But, but, no, no, I, that's... He was an assassin? That would have been Hitman, sorry. Hitman, sorry. Yeah. But that's that's what yeah. I stuck okay, with, so, so I stayed away from the default variation. So I might not have even seen some of the key skills you guys got to later on. 
Okay, so so uh, for those in the know, we will refer to the people from here on that we want to talk about as Gun, Sword, and Stapler. Hmm. That works. So. So uh, uh, we just heard Mike. Uh, what about you guys? What was your your standard setup and how did it evolve through the game? Oh, my God. Um, so I had Ichiban was the hero of of the of the mm. game. Um, someone else. <laughs> my God, I can't do this. Like I can't actually not be subtle. No, I can't be subtle. That's double negative. That, there you go. Is that? I know that's what I'm trying to say. Um, I had an assassin, a hitman. No, I had a hitman. A Just hero. say gun. <laughs> Okay, I had a gun guy. Oh my god, fuck it. Fuck you all. I had an idol, which was a very interesting ooh, class. Ooh. Um and I had the enforcer dude. So Idol is like the secret S tier for female uh-huh. party members. That that job is ace. I, idol was my I my like... backup fifth who came in rotating with, with my fourth one quite frequently. It's also the class where if you're playing the game and like your wife walks in and goes, "What are you playing?" And you're like, "Yeah, she's my healer." And she's like, "Why? Why is? Why is she dancing?" No, that would be no Night Queen. Up? Night Ooh. Queen is the what you doing? <laughs> I, uh, I Luke, played, what about you? I played them all. I just constantly tagged everybody in, and it was. Hmm. Um, oh really? Yeah. I, 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 as soon as Mana ran out of one character, I tag in somebody else. Um, well, I, and half well, the time I didn't even have went, a healer until I needed healed. Yeah, you can pretty the whole game. I, that's that's yeah, high level play, Luke. Healer. It wasn't until the battle arena that I noticed that the, there was penalties for not following a thing, and it said, "Don't tag anyone in, and you'll get the reward." And I was like, "What do you mean, tag people in?" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't tag anyone in the whole game. Like, I never once tagged anyone in. I would tag one person in to do a debuff, and then tag them back out. Mm. If because I, you know I didn't have everything available, um, the way the job system works, I should explain this too, is you have uh, in a giant list of skills that you can acquire in that job. You have permanent and then, or what is it, character and then job skills. Mm-hmm. And out of every job, you'll get two skills that if you hit that point, you can carry those on to other classes. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, how it works there with uh, okay, I can take this over to this so job, like red, um, red. Uh, Red lights or something. Like yeah, that. the red blips. Yeah. yeah. Uh, myself, uh, Kasuga was a chef for ninety percent of the game, <laughs> but she's because mental. the chef is bad ass. Um, great area attacks, great fire attacks, very good. Um, my my standard party after all characters <laughs> were gotten is um, Namba's got to go. Namba had to go. He's got to go. Cool. Gotta go. So uh, I switched in sword for him. Mm. Uh, Adachi Adachi was well. He was he was tired. He was he was old. He was tired. So Hitman went in for Adachi. No, <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'm then, with you, Dave. I'm with you. And then Psycho was always in the fourth slot. So my standard was Kasuga and Psycho. Mm. Now, no, 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 no. Now, now, let's be fair. I really like Adachi. He might be my favorite character, but uh-huh. at the time, I needed more electric-y based 
and then you okay. realize Mr. Gun is just a powerhouse, and you're like, well, uh-huh. why not? Well, you missed out on a death. Uh, I, get, I as can't. A, uh, as a security guard, then, or an enforcer, because he he gets he gets oh, EMP yeah, yeah. helicopter. <laughs> Okay. Uh, see, I that that was the one thing I think I should have done different was everybody other than Psycho and Kasuga stayed on their defaults mm. the entire uh, time. So, th- so I got to a really high job level on those characters. So they were really powerful, but I didn't get to see you know what Enforcer was all about. What uh, a dealer? I did do. Was it dealer or gambler? Well, what what you would have missed out on is two. a lot of cattle prods lifting people up in the air and going. Shh. Shocking them yeah. to the ground. <laughs> I think for a, a non-spoiler comment on that point, I think with every special move and with every summon and with everything, you're going to get a treat in terms of an animated something happening on screen to display. what It's it's actually it's, oh, it's oh, mind-boggling yeah. the amount of variety you've got and the detail and everything is is fantastic so like you say when when you go adache and you've got cattle prods and bits and bobs you're like wow this is actually happening on screen with the character i'm attacking so if you're in a boss or whatever everything's perfect it just it looks it looks great and it and it's it's very detailed a good sign for a jrpg is whenever you get a new attack whether it's effective or not, you want to see what it yeah, is. I, you uh-huh. you all know how close I cut it to, to making it for this show in the first place, yet when I unlocked a few final skills close to finishing, um, I couldn't. I couldn't skip them. <laughs> to watch them in the full glory. <laughs> no, no, they're great. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the, my, I really, the, the chef one, did, so I was the only one that played chef? Yeah. Okay, so you know, you know those 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 knuckle graters you use in the kitchen. <laughs> mm-hmm. The final skill is he takes a giant one of those and just rubs someone's face up and down it, mm. and it's great. It's just wonderful. Um, that is something I do want to talk about. So so uh, graphically speaking, this game is really good, and I would actually put it above the other Yakuza games because of what Craig just said. Uh, I think me and Craig talked about this a long time ago, like when we first started. This game. Um, when you see an anime character spin fast enough and make a tornado, it's like, hey, it's anime. This is cool. Or when you see an 8-bit character summon a dragon and it eats somebody, you're like, hey, that's cool. But seeing a realistically depicted person run down a building, throwing knives at people, it, it, it takes us to a really cool next level of all these stupid cartoony things happening with realistic people. It was my first, it, like I went in with trepidation and a bit of worry and a bit of concern about what was happening. But as soon as you use a character and you perform an action, which um, all of a sudden your enemies are being attacked by pigeons because you've done something and that's <laughs> like, this is my magic. This is what ha- This is my magic character. And it's all very tied into, not real life, but it, it's more... Um, grounded it's pal- grounded it's yeah, more grounded yes, I, I love yeah, i love the way yeah. that like you know that like uh kazuya kaya how do you say his name ichiban i'm gonna Kasuga? say Ka- i'll start again 
Ichiban, I, I love the way he's like, did you guys see all those bad guys with red eyes and like, what, they just transformed and everybody else is like, no, what, what's happened? He's like, maybe it's just because you've just been shot and had like traumatic, <laughs> traumatic damage done to your body. But it really reminded me yeah. of that South Park, like, stick of truth, like, like yeah <laughs> yes yeah what yes. the piss sniffing episode <laughs> just just the, the it's absolutely batshit crazy but nobody else seems to notice but but in japan you know he's running oh, yeah, around with a sword and shield and everybody else is like what, what's this guy doing like yeah mm-hmm. yeah as soon as they said that i'm like oh thank god things are gonna get crazy this is gonna be great well um yeah so could, could i address the elephant in the room quickly which is that if people can't see what he's seeing through all of this, can they see the poundmates? Because they are, they are another Ooh. level. <laughs> poundmates? We're going to talk about <laughs> poundmates because I love them all so much. Um, well, I mean, I mean, they're there, so they got to show up. I mean, the guy that had iron balls on his fist had it outside of a cutscene. <laughs> So mm-hmm. what was his I'm name? Larry it, Holmes this... or Barry Holmes? He's he's based off the ba- the boxer, isn't he? Larry Holmes. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it would be very different. If it was based off the porn star John Holmes. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, he had those iron balls on his hands. So it has to be. I know, I know, I know. I'm trying to get through this. Let's try not not to make logic of it anyway. I guess. But... <laughs> um, but um, aesthetically, um, one thing that really impressed me that they didn't do for Judgment was lip flaps i don't mind it i mean you grow up on godzilla movies you don't mind lip flaps but i I, it is a nice sign that the developer cares Mm. when they do lip flap syncing and i thought they did really good in this one yeah i had to double take a few times thinking is it is does this change depending upon which audio language you choose or what's what's happening because that that does actually match up with what they're saying is there's something there's something odd i was just thinking They've gone to all this extra effort, and it's a hell of a lot of lines. I think they even do lip lip flapping for like unvoiced lines, don't they? Yeah, they do. It's crazy. I was I was trying to sort of concentrate enough to see whether it was syncing up, but I was like, oh my man, they've they've taken the extra steps, haven't they? Yeah, like like this, it has all the production values in places you wouldn't expect for a. If this is a one-off, I genuinely hope it's not a one-off. But if this it's is just not. a it's a not. a one-off, hey, let's do this as a fun little side story. Uh, it it has a lot of production values behind it, and that that makes me very happy. Um, we I'm are hoping hitting... it's a it, it's a one-off. Let's do it for fun. But how well it sells would determine if we've got a two and a three after yeah, it. What, what's the guy's name? Uh, Negoshi. Uh, he said, mm-hmm. if it sells well, he would love to make this a trilogy. And I'm like, dude, take my money, please. I want uh-huh. an Ichiban Kasuga trilogy. Um, I would easily fund a trilogy if it was up to the value of £500. Would your wife? I would spend would your wife £500 of your money. <laughs> they got faith in this anyway, because it's not a Dead Souls. It is, a, it is literally Yakuza 7. So, I mean... They they knew. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, I was gonna say. Mm. Dead Souls always smacked of yeah. It's just it's just for fun. It's it's just a one off. It's fine. Same with uh, Isin. It comes yeah. across as a as a eh, yeah. It's fine. I really want them to bring that here. Like please bring that in English. So um, so like we we talked about or I talked about the familiarities or I think like the burnout similarities to like Assassin's Creed where. 
I don't think the base game underneath has changed enough. Or they're not doing like, you know, I, I really like what they're doing with the combat system and they can obviously make improvements to that. And I'm not sure if I prefer it over the old one at the moment, but it did need to change. But I think the the underlying like game system needs look that next if they're going to do something because it really is just run from point A to point B, either have a fight or a cutscene, and then run to the other side of the city and repeat. And that, that has been the Yakuza's like formula since the PlayStation 2, no, by the looks of it. You are wrong. <laughs> nope. the, the Yakuza formula is you have to go here. By the way, why don't you stop in here? Why don't you talk to this person? Why don't you do this minigame? And then make your way over there. Like, I mean, um, we, we talked about this in chat. I, I don't know what else they could change. Like, um, you can't dump on somebody and say you haven't changed enough when they go from an action brawler to a JRPG. I think... But- that's that's bonkers. I, I think, I think the city that is like the, the way sorry. is there, isn't it? You, the, you can be distracted. That's one of the the challenges of the game. Trying not to be distracted between between A and B. Is this just? But yeah, just you, you got to put on blinders. What, what, like, nope, not gonna look, not gonna look. What, what I'm getting <laughs> at though is, it's like, right? They've released another fifty to hundred hour game that has basically the same mechanic from the start. Or, or all the previous ones there's no change to that and yes it's cool like i think this is maybe my point of like after you've played a couple of yakuza games it's like right okay maybe i've kind of seen everything like the new combat system's great and there's obviously the story side to it but like the, the actual fundamental of like i'm going to run from a to b run halfway across the city that the city looks exactly the same from the start to finish there's like there's nothing there to draw me in like I was thinking about this like an Does heaps. Well, hang on. I was, I was thinking about this like an open world game. Like you know, if you go to like, if I'm playing Horizon, like or or you well no, don't. but like the, the the world changes. Like there's different things that, that you're talking you're talking about like different biomes. Yeah, but also the enemies change. Like there's nothing. There's nothing here that really changes that much from start to there finish. Are, I don't agree. I don't think so. There are 248 Sudumon to collect. <laughs> That's okay, no, hold on. Hold on. Okay, I can, I can, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. Um, I think <laughs> that's this, being reductive. Since, pl- Okay. That's being redu- that's like saying Zelda. It's always just about getting an item and using it to defeat a boss. Well, I mean, no, that, but that, really that, that, that was the whole that that was that was another one I thought about this morning. Everybody complained about Zelda being the same formula over and over and over and over again. And then like Breath of the Wild's coming, Breath of Fresh Air, my save the pun, um, Breath of the Fresh Wild. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I I'm not. I think this has hit that Assassin's Creed thing for me, where like I played all the Ezio games. I tried to play three, and I was like, right, this isn't changing enough. There isn't enough new here. I feel like I've got everything I need from this. That's kind of where I think I'm at with these games. And they, they can keep on changing the combat system in some sort of method, but unless they change what is the core underneath, I don't think I've got the interest to play it anymore because it's... And it's the same with the story beats. There's only so many plot twists. and We'll touch on that later on, but, you know, like... Yeah. It, it, to me, it feels like they're doing the the ubisoft thing that they did with assassin's creed a few years ago where it was like every year we'll have a new assassin's creed game built on the same engine with a slightly different theme oh this time we're in native america this time we're on the sea this time we're in london like but even then they're not doing that it's just oh right okay it's japan okay okay all right all right okay okay um you you definitely came across a little clearer than we did in the chat 
where I wanted to strangle you until your little eyeballs <laughs> popped out of your skull. Uh, okay, so I understand what he's saying. Absolutely. Um, I think what you have here, the different, the problem with Ubisoft is that all of their games are like that, not just Assassin's Creed. Oh yeah, yeah totally. Like, yeah. yeah, Far Cry is Assassin's Creed, and first that's my problem with Ubisoft. In this, I understand what you're saying because if you're going to have a realistic game. Like, you can't have cool new monsters. You can't have cool new spells. You can't have cool new abilities. It all has to be sort of grounded. I mean, this is really pushing that limit of grounded, <laughs> yeah. but sort of grounded. You're not going to get a, a, a cool fantasy one. You're not going to get, like, a, a Norse mythology one. You're, you're not going to... So I understand what you mean there. I think the problem with this is that core of it takes place in Japan. It's going to be a noir murder story. And you're going to be fighting mostly very angry men in suits 90% of the time. That is the core. You can't change that without changing the game. Like the game series. Like it wouldn't be a Yakuza game without it. So, I mean, I see what you're saying. But I think I don't think uh, the developers have a burden to change it. Because this is what a Yakuza game is. I... I- yeah, okay, but I'm also going to come back to you and say everybody shits on Zelda and Assassin's Creed and all these other games for the same thing. And if anything, I think these games are churned out more and more of the same. Like, you guys say there, there's loads to do side stuff. Yeah, totally agree, but the side stuff is exactly the same from the previous two or three oh! games I've played. Not the dragon cart, I mean the, like, sub-story side of it, like... You, you turn up, you find a guy in trouble, and then it's a, a escort mm. them or run to this point and have the fight and then run to the next point. It's like there is no difference from that core mechanic from the game. It's the Pokemon thing. It's like every Pokemon game is fundamentally the same underneath. Yeah, and, and the, well, the enjoyment from Pokemon comes from what new Pokemon can I get? What new strategies can I uh, come up with? Yeah, I understand that. Uh, the problem it looks like you're running into is the MMO design problem. Yes, of like, maybe. Yeah, it, it, it's pick up quest, it's turn in quest, it's kill monsters, turn in items. It's it's you can't. There's nothing new in that space. And as the guy that played every flipping Zelda game, <laughs> the problem with Zelda is that they were literally <laughs> remaking the same game over and over and over and over and over again. Or they were making really bad decisions like with Skyward Sword. Like, like that was, like, Link to the Past is literally Ocarina of Time, which is literally Wind Waker, which, I mean... Yeah, it, one, it's, 100% it's, agree. Yeah, totally. No, There's no argument um, there. Yeah. And to be fair, there's seven of these and 842 Assassin's Creed games. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I don't agree with it, but I understand it. I personally do not want this series to change that much because it is like a Dragon Quest to me. This is the I come to Yakuza when I know exactly what I want is a Yakuza. You don't play Dragon Quest and want Resonance of Fate battle system. You don't you don't play it and want, oh, I want this to turn into a ta- turn-based tactics game. No, you, you, put, you play it when you feel like a Dragon Quest game. This is Dragon, kind of Dragon Quest this isn't sits. coming out on a, what, every two-year basis. It's kind of... No, but there are about twenty-five of them. Right. So, so <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, there's a buttload of them. So, apart from correcting Dave that actually there's eight Yakuza games, you forgot a uh, zero there. Uh, let's, let's oh, oh, sorry, my bad. Excuse me. Well, excuse me. One, one cool thing about this one is that you know Yokohama is 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 fresh, isn't it? It's, it's the basis of the the game, really. And and for me, I I'm a huge fan of 
that little bit in Yakuza 3 where you, you're at some really weird sort of boring village. <laughs> it's just like, I don't think it's ever appeared in the games again since, but it's, I, you know, I, I liked it. I liked the style of it. And I think this, this sort of brings me back to that sort of style. And um, I don't know, for, for me, in the reviews, they were saying, oh, this is, this is a waste of a place because one third of it's good. The other two thirds are just, you know, um, what was it, like Milton Keynes or something, I think the review said, something like that. And I was like, oh, but but I don't know. I I got some sort of fun out of it. I, I liked a new, you know, a new 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 environment. But but the other big change, of course, this isn't a, a, a Yakuza game as we've seen them before. It's an RPG, isn't it? So it should have been fresh to a degree. I don't know. How how can you say change um, the core completely then, really? Because I mean, I don't know. I'm still struggling to get my head around it. Well, wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't be a Yakuza game if you changed the core. The, there must kind of like yeah, I, see. I, I can't tell if this is a me thing or if it's it's like. There must be things that can be done to modernize that. Like you, you can't. For me, you, you need to keep on looking at the the whole picture and not just the combat system. Like the, obviously, it's a huge change. They've they've dropped their main characters that they've had for like twenty years, and y- you know what I mean. Like, and they they've they've got some cool little side things in there. Like the you know the the dragon cart thing's cool, and but that that fundamental. I'm going to run from point A to B to have a fight to then run to point A to B to to do the next bit, to have a cutscene. Like, I think I'm... Yeah, but that's just... every RPG. Like, like literally, that's every RPG. Okay, I gotta make my way to the other end of this map to go get a new cutscene. I mean, that's that's every RPG from Final Fantasy to Dragon Quest to Fantasy Star to, to everything. Uh, yeah, all of them. It's just, I'm going to go to the next story beat, and I will farm along... I mean, that's every RPG. Yeah, it, it, it it's the whole thing of it. It's so familiar. It's like uh, you know, Mike's Mike's going on there about the whole new town. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Let's let's try it out. But then there was like today, I was I was walking through the city, just trying to have a look at it, engage with the, the population, and four NPCs of exactly the same characters as I walked right past me, like <laughs> you know, Luke, right after oh, each other. Luke is yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, okay, one cool. Scene in the game where like uh, ten ten yakuza pop up. And they're, they're sort of like stalking you along the streets. And you look at the first eight and you go, oh, they're all very distinct. And then the last two had the exact same face. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't sure if they were twins or they'd just run out of stuff. It's like, it quite funny. But, uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, like, like um, you can tell where their money went. It didn't go into models. <laughs> Except for the very, very, very specific ones. Like, like it's not going to be like a Red Dead where random walkers by will look as good as Arthur kind of thing. Um, yeah, I, I saw plenty of twins and, and triplets. There's a lot of wasted potential going on, as well in, but, a, in a way that, like, they'll always have someone to talk to. But I'll just say, like, one line and you go, eh, I don't know what that's about. But, you know, just people who are there to talk. But you're like, what was the point of that? There's, there's literally no point apart from just getting a single line of dialogue from him you know just people who are willing to just have a little a little single line sentence chat on the street it's it's a bit weird have you not seen those they've, they've got a little speech mark above their head they've got they've got no consequence whatsoever yeah, but that's been like forever in time for yakuza's you can always have <laughs> incidental conversations with someone that just says i can't believe there's a bird in the nest up there who flew away and didn't come back dot 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 
quick get me that persimmon uh, yeah yeah it's, it's, there's always there's always mm. been that I think I've just never noticed before I don't know I mean th- well see now here's where this is this is a problem with a lot of long running Japanese franchises at what point does something stop becoming a questionable decision and start becoming tradition mm. Um, That's a good point. I mean, yeah. I mean, to be fair, this is a problem with any long-running series. I mean, like by the time we hit God of War, what Ghost of Sparta was that the last one, or was it Ascension? Was the last one? Yep. It was kind of the same thing. Uh, all five games just bam, 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 bam. Kratos is angry, and he will kill people. And it took what, like a ten-year break. For us to drop all notions of what a God of War game should be and then get the one we got. Which arguably is still Kratos is now sad and kills a lot of people. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it, it kind of ties into, this is a more personal note, but for me, if I pick up a Yakuza game now, I kind of just like, like, I know that I'm expecting 90% of it to be a Yakuza game. So if the extra 10% twists or changes or something i'm fine with that i, I kind of like some comfort it's a bit like um a movie franchise or a tv series or something where you're just like yeah yep i know what i'm in for i'm gonna enjoy this and there'll be some twists but it's 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 comfy you could say you could say the root of it's you because are free kind of but then i i always heard there was some sort of revision at when they got to zero but it is essentially still stemming from three that I think everything is today. No, three like three when they were talking about like oh I'm gonna go and take over that land and take over the orphanage and stuff like that. You you like you proper fight back from taking over the orphanage and Kiryu does a fantastic job of saving as he always that orphanage. Does. As as he always does, you can never you never mock Kiryu. He does a fantastic job no matter where he is. And no matter what it does, and no matter what it says, and on that, <laughs> sorry, we kind of had this exact problem. All of us did uh, when we did Mario Odyssey. Of like, yeah, it's it's a Mario game. It is what it is. You like Mario? You like this one? <laughs> I mean, I, this- I think so. Some of this has to stem from how old we are and how long we've been doing what we're doing. Because I mean, if you have if you have anybody that started with Yakuza Zero, they're not going to be tired of Yakuza by now. This is going to be like, Whoa, <laughs> yeah, what they, a twist. they've been in for the long haul. They're still going to be here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I think some of this does uh, like Assassin's Creed. If you have somebody that started with, I don't know, Syndicate, they're going to be like, "Whoa, we're in ancient Egypt now, and now we're I don't know. I guess you're in in the Nordic countries now. I don't know." Um, this will still be fresh to them. I think this is a problem of if we like, um, not to not to be like the halcyon days of the bit effect, but do you remember like you guys, Craig and Luke, when you first played Yakuza? If you had just played zero and six, and now you're playing seven because well, you probably wouldn't have even known Judgment was a Yakuza game. Would you be tired of the real... And here's the thing, right? Like, this is the only RPG like this. Um, 
you could say persona a little bit because it's mo- sort sort of modern day, but this is the only realistic RPG series. I mean, Earthbound maybe, but even that goes way off the rails in terms of realism. So I mean, this is this is holding a very specific niche. It's, but, it's holding a specific niche, but it's holding a specific niche that I have been hankering after. I like, like the the realistic RPG. Oh yeah, I yeah, said yeah, it right. Yeah. I said it right, didn't I? Not R R R G P ness. Yeah. There's a couple more points <laughs> to to my argument with with this, and like. I, I think this was a great opportunity for a fresh start and I think that's what the developers are looking for as well. Like, oh how how do you move on from a protagonist like Kiru that has moved from like from you know, he, he is like he's taken that PS two style protagonist of being like he's impossible to to defeat and he, he he'll just keep on hitting stuff like he'll just run into walls until he gets through them he's an anime protagonist yeah, exactly. not a ps2 protagonist <laughs> that's, thank you for that yeah um and I, I was thinking right okay cool maybe they'll do something different like yakuza but it'll be a different style of character but then ichiban is basically like Kira. oh no 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 dude ichiban is like crying all the time and always talking about his feelings kiryu would stuff his foot up his ass <laughs> that's, that's a and be yeah. like why are you whining so much yeah i guess i guess that's a fair fight i, I mean i i, th- that, I think the, i actually... think the underlying route is i just bounced off this game pretty hard which is fair that yeah that's perfectly fair i mean i bounced off horizon and i think that game is not good at all but yeah sometimes you just bounce off games it's just the way it goes um, ah, like, like that time I bounced off Dark Souls <laughs> repeatedly. repeatedly. I, I, don't, I don't think anyone gets into Dark Souls without bouncing off it a few times. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody has a one or two bounces before you get it. So we are starting to run long. Um, well, not long, but we're starting to come up against time, I guess. So is um, I have nothing in terms of notes for audio. I think even the karaoke was was a letdown this time. Uh, I thought, eh, yeah, it's okay. I mean, it, it wasn't. You didn't take on the world in this one. It was just kind of yeah. yeah. I'll do it. I'll get my ninety percent, and then that's and Mike's it's done. Mike's moment of commiseration is my, the lack um, of any new arcade games. Oh, no. Of course. Yes. <laughs> I know yes, awful. that bothered me, and nobody wants to play Virtual Fighter Two. <laughs> nobody on the oh. entire planet. I, I barely want to play any of the games. <laughs> I mean, there are 900 good Sega arcade games. Stop! If they could, could they just put F Zero GX in there? Or Did anyone get there? a recording of that just so we can put it in the future? Dave just admitted there are 900 good Sega games. So. <laughs> I said arcade. I said arcade. Why? Why isn't Afterburner in there? We don't know. It was just, I don't know, maybe people still want to play Space Harrier, even though it's been available for the last 400 years. But also Space Harrier, just... Altered Beast is a good game. No, it's terrible. It's it's about as bad as Golden Axe. Craig, just because it's the one game you like that year at Christmas doesn't make it a good game. (laughs) No, Dave. You you saying it's as bad as Golden Axe? I know you're just tweaking my nipples right now. But I mean, no. the, the biggest disappointment is that the tweaking previous few games nipples. they've had all sorts. They've had like Virtual Arm. <laughs> they had a, was it Motor Raid? They they've been chucking. Yeah yeah yeah. They had more. They had the House of mm-hmm. the Dead thing. And I I thought maybe 
you know, what about yeah, all those yeah, Marvel but... 3 lost ones, like Scud Race and sort of Scud Race? <laughs> well, they can't get Jurassic Park in there, but I mean, there's, there's got to be a few sort of cool little things they can still pull. I see... At this point, I would take Choo Choo <laughs> Rocket. Yeah, I want to see the full Shenmue. <laughs> Experience. I want a Dreamcast to sit down. And oh, then. oh, oh! So, so you can sit there and go, "Oh, wow, yeah." No, Shenmue I, I want to play. Money, and I then go play back and play Outrun Yakuza in Shenmue in Yakuza. No. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. So uh, let, let's do a quick rundown of the mini games because if you've made it this far, um, you're either not going to play it or you have played it because everybody heeds our warnings. Um, the usual are here. Your your karaoke is here. Your shogi is here. Um, what are what are some of the other ones that are are always there? Mahjong is mm-hmm. still here. Batting center golf? is still here. Mm-hmm. Um, is it golf there? is new. Golf is very new. Very satisfying. Golf is good. Golf, golf is yeah. very good. Uh, golf is new. Uh, Dragon Cart mm-hmm. is new. Which I, I genuinely liked. I mean, I wouldn't play it if it was a downloadable game, but I had a good time. Uh, Koi Koi, the uh, the card games are new. Um, what else is new here? Pa- is that I know Patsy Slots had a very good representation, but that was in the previous game. If I remember right. It's like it's like a full ten yeah. gig download, and. Like we were saying, it might be yeah, a, it's massive. Full run. I don't know if they are official actually now because I, I think one of them's like a fist of the north star sort of changed around a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it seems like these are the generic versions of ones that mm. might actually exist. Oh, that's cool. Um, but yeah, I think that's oh, it in um, terms of new mini games. Well, it's just golf, koi koi, and Did we do that. Oh, can collector. <laughs> that's right. You have a nice, nice mm-hmm. Pac Man clone in here that's very good um do you guys have a standout for hey i really enjoyed this this mini game uh, i think it's gonna be the golf for me I, I only got a brief hand on with it but i recorded i forgot to save it to the uh the group chat but i was gonna send that I, I got a hole in one and a just before that i got bounced off the um bounced off the what, what do you call it golf pole <laughs> the pin yeah, it, it bounced back. <laughs> the golf it bounced ball. Back. It bounced off the flag. But then on the on the next one, I took another shot and I got a oh, hole nice. in one. I went oof. And I was I was fumbling around so quick, I almost turned my PlayStation off with trying to capture the video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, property management's got to be, I think, one of the best things about the game. I think it's that was a cracking little mini game. Oh, oh. yeah, it was great. Mwah. Yeah, property yep. management is great. It's it's not very deep. No. It reminded like, me of like, like, that game like... dev story on that. You remember when those were like... Yeah. I've... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminded me of that for some reason. But it is great that you can have a rooster <laughs> working for <laughs> yeah. your company, mm-hmm. as well as a monkey and yeah. a bunch of other things. Uh, I, I, that... I like the little mini-games of the stockholders' meetings. Very good. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, I didn't it's, catch it's all that, It's not Mike. necessarily a mini-game, but going into restaurants now opens like weird little party dialogues where you all, all talk about the food you've just eaten. Oh yeah, the yeah. table talk. Yeah, bar talk. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, I, I I spent a lot of time running around to every restaurant and ordering the whole menu and being like, "What are you guys gonna say?" Um, one thing I do want to talk about because this this is more to do with uh, mechanics and story. They need to find a way to where you can't become a trillionaire so easily. 
in Yakuza games and then pretend to be homeless like you have no money. Yeah, like, no, I, no, dude, I did you got that. like a trillion yen. <laughs> <laughs> but by the time it got to a story point where you needed a certain amount of money, I had an excessive amount of money in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> and you just and and even like you meet a homeless a homeless soup kitchen and it's like donate a certain amount and you're like I I would happily give you half the money in my pocket and it's more than what you need. But it, or like the little girl bit... that you meet that's taking donations. <laughs> yes! It's like, dude, I yes! don't worry. I'll buy the hospital. You can uh-huh. have it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so like that that is one knock I'm gonna put towards it. They need to figure that out because I, I well like there's the problem right like like how would you do it except money? It's a bit of a funny you, gate. You have- it's a bit of a funny gate to have in the first place because I had so much money. Like the the chapter before, had, like ten minutes after you messaged, uh, ten minutes bef- after you messaged me, I had a. Uh, Ten minutes before, I had just went and spent all of my money upgrading the the workshop. Like I spent twenty million yen, and then mm-hmm. you're like, you, the twenty million yen. Yeah, you, you might want to save three million up." And I'm like, "Oh no, don't say that." <laughs> so I, I I got it back pretty quick. But yeah, it's a funny gate to have in the it's, first place. It's a safe investment that as well, because the thing is, if you it it doesn't happen frequently, but if you do if you do get knocked out, there's there's serious consequences. And I learned that early in the game mm-hmm. with only like eighty grand, and I thought. You know that's that's a big enough lesson. So mm-hmm. I was heading straight over to what was it called again? Love romance or something like that? The I don't know. I'm not. I, oh, I romance romance workshop. Workshop. And, and, oh, I yeah, like I was, I was just investing heavily in them and going like, love if I've got a million on me, that's going straight in there. So so I I was completely completely out of money. So Nagashi, if you're listening, don't change anything. Keep giving us money. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah like uh in a very dragon quest fashion they have atms where you can store your money so when you die you don't lose half of your money like that's the penalty Dave, you lose half your money uh to if pick I up where you left I, I put two million in there and forgot about it and still tried to it's still in there it's, you've just reminded <laughs> you me demonstrate you the reminded. problem <laughs> you might want to go check uh, your bags but, in real life like <laughs> I had 45 million yen, and I'm like, I don't care if I lose half. I could buy the whole friggin' town. Who cares? Uh, the problem is if you max out the business part of this, which um, I, I think, yeah, I think ties with the hostesses from Zero. Uh-huh. Like, I really enjoy both of those. Um, you get 3 million yen every Ooh. stockholders meeting. So and that takes what maybe ten minutes? Yeah, yeah. To it's, get to... it's a ridiculously short <laughs> amount of time. So I mean, you you can always just be flush mm. with cash whenever you want. Um, so yeah, don't worry about money early on. Like Mike, yeah, I had the same thought as you. I'm like, uh oh, I've got like forty forty thousand yen. Boy, I better get to a bank. And then it's like, oh, who cares? Um, this is a problem Yakuza's had before where you'll be flush with cash and then they'll be like, oh man, I can't afford this 100 yen drink. It's like, dude, buy the factory. You'll get all the ones you want. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is, that is a problem I have in this is it doesn't quite line up gameplay and story. But yeah, it's a, it's a small complaint. So don't listen to Mike Nagoshi. <laughs> Work on it. You got this. Because Who I mean, the hell is like, Mike Nagoshi? Um, he's the he's this mixture of a British Japanese guy that makes these video games. <laughs> did it, did um, anyone bump into this? In the, the story, guy who you was, have um, the American tourist this time. That was another terrible. 
<laughs> yes, I speak English. <laughs> yes, oh, it's God. very good. Um, because in the story you have a, a a I'm guessing millionaire benefactor. He never really says like I have this much money. Uh-huh. Um, but towards the end you're like, dude, I do you need a loan? I'm good. And so yeah, I don't know. Anyway, all right. So uh, the music I didn't think was anything to write home about. It did its job, and that was it. It's, it, I didn't find like a standout like uh, persona it was probably my persona Dragon Quest like this is music. Yeah, it's um, quite dumb. It was <laughs> some bits. yeah, it was, it was very like you walk into a club in Zurich. This is probably what you're gonna hear at some point. <laughs> it's just kind of eh, here you go some beats for you. There was you. a funny one. Um, there was one one song in there which else? sounded like a. It almost seemed like a piss take of um. The world ends with you, or something like that. It was like near enough the exact same thing, but a bit more clowny. I don't know if that was a bit of a ribbing at Squaresoft or something. I don't know, but oh, I, I, yeah, I don't know which one you're like talking a, about. Huh. Uh, it's like plonky sounding, sort of baseline sort of thing. Um, yeah, you, if you played World Ends with You, it, it's it's quite a frequent song on that, but it, it sounded like it was ripping into it and i was thinking maybe maybe sega are sort of preferential to enix over square or something like that i don't know but eh. apart from that uh i'd be surprised if there were many employees at that place that remember when they were different companies <laughs> I, I also love the uh, I, I still love the uh, the cheesy life is brilliant sort of um guitar music bits which pop up Oh, oh, yeah, the, the melodramatic guitar. I love yeah. it every time. It's like, yes, someone's going to cry. Yes. Uh, is there any other points anybody wants to bring up before we bring this to a close? I think we covered quite a lot. Uh, just in case Negoshi is listening, um, we have all agreed. We haven't talked about this, but we've all agreed Please come up with better initials for your main antagonist than BJ. <gasps> Please no. stop that. And while we're on it, I'm sure it was on purpose. I'm sure it it can't have not been on purpose. Don't don't take. I I I don't take the money. Don't take the money. Just God. give us the PS5 version straight away. We won't mind. We all we all played the PS4 version on the PS5 anyway. We're all going to pl- possibly play it again in March. We did. But- just give it us. Oh yeah, if they're different trophy sets, absolutely gonna play it again. I'll, I'll, I'll get a double platinum. <laughs> Did you get the platinum? Uh, no, uh, I just have to boost everybody to max rank and then finish the Millennium Tower uh, on okay. uh, premium adventure mode. And then yeah, I've got it. So I got like two to go. You're crazy, bro. Oh, I, did, I love it. Um, How many hours well, that's you that's the That's, right. that's, that's given too much away. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I ended with 108 hours into it. Um, well, I played like half of that. You played 101. <laughs> so, math in <laughs> Scotland really needs to be worked on. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if we have nothing else, because I think we all kind of want to get to talking about the story, talk about the characters. So, uh, if you have any reason to get a hold of us, that could include, hey, your house is on fire, or I stole your car, uh, you can do that at thebiteffect.com, where we have little forums for, hey, your house is on fire, and I stole your car. Uh, if you would like us to play a game, that's where you can do it. If you just want to say hi and that we suck, that's there too. We have a special category for hi, you suck. 
Um, our next big game is going to be Craig. The fuck are you asking me for? <laughs> okay. So we're going to play Fucky Asking Me for that released on the Super Nintendo in 1992. So fire up your emulators. Dave, um, the next two episodes will be the Game of the Year 2020 and then Lunar Pool. Okay, but the next big game, as I said before when I said the phrase, what's the next big game? Yeah, I believe it's Punch-Out! Super Are punch we out having Maritals right now? Is this, is this what Maritals is? Crank? Crank? Uh-huh. Not in front of company. Not in front of company, Craig. Yeah, yeah, I believe it's uh, Super Punch-Out and then Punch-Out on the Wii. Uh, will everybody agree with me and think that the Punch-Out on the Wii is the better game? We don't know. So join us then and we will find out. Do you ever feel like me and Mike are the kids in the back and we just put our headphones in and we're in the car and we're like, shut up, <laughs> shut, up shut up, shut up, shut up. As long as you stop touching him. <laughs> And saying, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, I think we're good. Um, Yes, okay, so taking that again, the next big game we have coming up after our best of the year episodes are going to be Super Punch-Out on the Super Nintendo and Punch-Out for the Wii. So if you want to play along with us, put on your boxing gloves, punch foreigners in the face, and have a good time. Or, of course, follow. um, continue to follow us on the next episode of this and buy the game because we haven't let our recommendations out but yeah it's worth it and you'll hear more yeah i think you'll, you'll be able to tell <laughs> yeah um yeah i'm i'm feeling overly positive right now <laughs> <laughs> um remember don't subscribe don't leave us reviews unless you use the word incite on uh-huh. the review and we will catch you next time but for everybody here at the bit effect say good night gentlemen Good night, gentlemen.